Hey, Randy. So what has been going on this week? So a couple things for the, the two companies I'm working uh, for uh, with Aspire EDU. Um, we're working through that scenario where you initially build a product and you're putting all the different pieces together, all the different APIs, and you're building your own system and you build it one way. And as you gain uh, knowledge of the platforms and as you gain insight into all the little stuff that can happen, you think of a much better way to do it, but you've already written the system. So right now we're in that big refactoring phase where we're refactoring a lot of the stuff we're doing. Um, that's going to free us up to eventually get to a whole platform um, back in platform shift as well, where we can, uh, we can start to spread out the load even more than we currently do. So that's, that's with Aspire EDU. Um, on the construction specialty side, we actually, we actually just received some great news this week. Um, so it's actually great news on both companies. The uh, University of Florida Alumni Association puts together a list of the 100 fastest growing companies led by University of Florida nice. graduates. Nice. And um, both Aspire EDU and Construction Specialties uh, is on that top 100 list. So uh, we're we're absolutely jazzed over here at the moment. It's uh, it, it's it's really really exciting. So, congrats, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's we're we're really happy. So, um, construction specialties, of course, being the the business that my my father uh, started many many years ago, and and it's just so great that he's gonna he's gonna get to receive this award for that company um, after working for so many decades uh, hard at, at his business. So, real awesome. real excited about that. So, what's been going on in in your uh, neighborhood? So I've got two clients. We're at the end of the year. Both of them are, I guess, they're happy so far with the technology they have, but they're starting to make some really big changes on the business side, and it's requiring changes on tech. One of the client, one of my, one of the firms is moving from a kind of local delivery system of their product and their moving it into a, they're aiming for a nationwide type of launch. And so we're going through a lot of design decisions right now to make sure that this nationwide program is affordable and that it works. And so they're kind of going through the debate of um, doing a new system without investing everything at the beginning and learning how it works, kind of an MVP of their of this new feature and then the other client they have an existing platform it makes them money but they completely want to change completely their pricing system and they want to start producing more of their inventory the way they do it it's a like a media scanning or they take film and they digitize it and they want to ramp that system up so we're working on different workflows and different pricing mechanisms to really ramp up their revenues. And so we're kind of at the end of the year where we're not going to start a project right now, but we're aiming to do a lot of product management and technology changes starting in January. So it's, to me, it's 
it's great because both firms look like they're having some opportunity to grow and I'm able to do like product development and kind of stuff that I really like. So yeah, it's cool. It's a good outlook, I'd say. So Yeah, that, that sounds really cool. So the I think the topic for this week is something that came up in a question to me um, last week, at the end of last week. And I wanted to get your thoughts and have a kind of a discussion around a business person comes to you and they say, I have a business idea idea and it involves building an app like a mobile app on any number of platforms. Who should I hire? What, who are the people I need to hire right now? That's as much information as you really are going to get from me on this question. I want to know, and this is not necessarily someone you want a job with. So this is someone you're just giving straight CTO advice to. What the first thing that comes out of your mouth to the question, I want to build an app and who should I hire right now? Okay. Um, so I think the first the first place I'd start with that is I'd I'd want to have some further discussion, um, and it would be it would be hey so let let's talk about what your app's going to do. Let's talk about how well defined um, you you think you have your idea um, because you the fur the it's highly unlikely that the first thing you want to go do is hire a programmer. In my mind, the first thing you want to make sure you have is someone who who can help flesh out at least some idea of what uh, what you're looking for in the app. If that person also happens to do some programming, that's great, um, especially if they can get you to at least a prototype phase. That's fine. But really, the, the emphasis in my mind is on making sure you, you're, you've thought through all the You've thought through the initial features, you've thought through the initial use cases, and you've thought through the initial data feeds, things like that. Okay, so I'm a wealthy guy. I, I mean, I know how to make money, Don. So I know I have a really good feeling that this idea, which I'll explain in a minute, is going to work. This is hypothetical, by the way. I'm not telling you the real idea. But <laughs> the... What it is, the idea is it's a, it's the new Google Reader. Now I know I do know there's other Google Reader apps that have evolved since they shut that down, but it's Google Reader. And what I'm going to do is go out and hire writers that are doing the best content, and I'm going to make their content exclusive to people that are using my app. And so my idea is to build a feed reader, blog reader application that goes on a mobile device with exclusive content that will draw the eyeballs. And I will get a subscription going so that people are basically paying to read the exclusive content articles on my app. So with that idea, I've thought through all this enough for me to want to plunk down money. Now I need you to tell me who I'm going to hire. All right, so we won't question the validity of the business idea. Well, I, I, didn't, um, say, is... I didn't say you couldn't. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I know I make a lot of money, and I feel like I know everything, but 
you aren't trying to get hired. You're not necessarily trying to get hired. Right. So I want you to be blunt. What I'm not saying you don't repeat what you said before. I'm just asking, what do you say next? So the, the business idea itself has to get validated. That's a completely different direction than no, the business you're, you're going to pay to, to try and get this developed anyway, whether the business idea is good or not, because you just you like burning money. <laughs> Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go with the burning money assumption. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So like, yeah, we're we're gonna burn money. But what I want you to tell me is, what are my options? What should I be doing as I when I start out with spending? I'm assuming as a non-technical person, I need technical people. So I let's go past the idea of idea validation. What am I, who am I hiring or what am I trying to do first after idea validation has kind of, I know what I want to aim for. It can go, it can go a number of different directions. That's what so, I want to know. I want to know the direction you're talking yeah. Off the top of my head, the types of people that come to mind is, is some sort of user experience designer. This would be a person that would help to flesh out what the users of your app uh, want, um, what they're looking for and how that translates into the app itself. So your initial conversations with a UX or or user experience designer would be around the types of people and their motivations and what they're they're trying to get out of your app. That's That's one direction you could go. Another direction you can go is you can go to the, uh, to the, the sheer UI, user interface designer, mm-hmm. um, to say, okay, what's my app going to look like? I don't know that that's necessarily the right first choice. And, and sometimes user experience and user interface people, one person does both jobs, um, but th- those are two separate fields. I don't know that I'd go to u- user interface before you try and understand what the users are trying to do. And then it Depending on the idea, and I guess we'd have to dig in a little bit further onto the idea is to, if everybody is providing original content, then we're not worried so much about pulling data from uh, a myriad of sources. But if you're talking about a curated feed reader where we're pulling in all these articles and things like that, and and we have people on, on the app end who are taking those articles, writing up summaries and saying, this is something you should read, then yeah, you need, you need somebody on the back end to, to figure out how you're going to pull all that data in. That's right off the top of my head. That's, that's three different places you could go. A product manager, you're, you're, you're way too early for a product manager okay. in my mind. The, the owner is the product manager. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a strong piece of advice right there. You go after you're going, you're saying to go, after the design side and focus on that first. What are the advantages in your mind of hiring that UX person and or the interface person? Why? Like wh- where where why are you hiring them before you get a product manager? Before you hire a technical person? Like what's the well, what's I, the I, benefit I, to that? I, I'm going with the with the assumption that for these first initial few iterations, um, you, I'm going to, I'm going to use the, the presumptive you being yeah. the, the owner, yep. um, 
you are going to be the product manager, so to speak. You're going to be the one to make all the decisions on on how things go. So, so I, that's why that's why I kind of went away from a product manager at first. And what the reason I'm leaning towards designer is the developer's side of me is arguing with myself. But the the you you don't build a house without blueprints. Yeah. Um, so you, when you want to build a house, you go to an architect. What is an architect but a user experience designer? They are the people who can go and say, okay, I love the uh, your 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 house sounds awesome. Your all glass house, yeah, um, sounds awesome. It's going to look wonderful. Have you thought about bathrooms? What you 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 talked about your glass being all how uh, your house being all glass, but. I'm not really sure you want to see through bathroom. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of now the architects also have lots of good engineering uh, background. So they're not going to sit here and design a house that can't be built either. So uh, it, it all, it all comes down to the quality of the person you're hiring. Um, But that's why I went for the design phase first is, you kind of have to know what you're building before you go build. So now, I, I, not, let me, I don't think, let me jump in because I, I yeah. really like your example of the house building. And part of it's because I'm looking to buy a house. Megan and I are looking for a place, but we're going, we've actually, you know, put our foot in the water on what if we built our own place or what or most of the time you're looking for an existing home. So, I'm going to jump in with what I initially told this particular um, potential client versus person I scared off. I'm not sure which way it's gone, but the, but what I talked to them about was the buy versus build in the first place, because that came to me and they talked, they talked all day about content. The most, the strongest thing they talked about was I want a blog reader because I'm going to go off and do hiring of talent hiring of content production content's going to be great subscriptions. They talked all, they talked at a significant amount of time to me about the fact that the content was the king and they would be putting significant investment in the hiring of the writers, the talent to produce the content. But what they didn't talk about was that they wanted an app that beat the market on features or that was better than other blog reading apps. So I kind of said, like, let's talk about this app you want to build because you don't seem as excited about the app as you do about the content. And they admitted they were like, yeah, I don't like I just need this app to do what I need it to do. I don't really care to try to beat Feedly or old old feed reader or whatever they call it. Like, I just want people to be able to subscribe through my app. So then I proposed. If you, there is a significant cost to building your own house in the sense that you have to pick everything from scratch and know all the issues with the land, with the team that's hired, with the, the, the design that you, the blueprint that you just talked about. And you don't really care about the house that much. You just want it to work from day one to do this other thing of bringing in this content and then delivering that it's a mechanism for that. And given the number of apps on the market, 
um, have you proposed with the money you're talking about spending over a time? Like they're talking about a five month build or so. Um, I was, I kind of said, I think you may want to consider going reaching out to existing app producers or makers that have these type of apps and see if you cannot white label or buy a version of their software just to use for your purpose and then perhaps get a maintenance agreement with that because I see a whole lot of risk in you being a tech firm and a content producer versus a content production company that utilizes an existing platform that you're not even trying to compete on that much. You want the, you want the content to be the king. That's how I approached it. And that's where, it, that's why your home building thing is that's what I'm going through on the personal side of, do we want to go through the eight or nine month process to build a house and the risk that comes with that versus buying an existing place? And in theory, you have all the risk laid out in front of you and you know, and you're paying up front um, like some money for that, of course, but you also know the risk right. involved versus like, I don't think a custom build is even something that this client wants. I, I of course, I'm answering this question, having talked to them a lot more than you did, but I think that's your bringing up the house building thing spoke a lot to how I talked to them about it. That's an angle that I, I hadn't formulated thoughts on. I, I do think the, a UX designer might tease that out. And and obviously if I'd had the conversation with the client, it probably would have come up in conversation yeah. as well um, that they weren't necessarily looking to build something, but you're, you're absolutely right. Buy versus build is, is one of those initial decisions you have to make. Now um, to, to the point of your, of the design thing, um, because I agree with you there a hundred percent that you start design is where you start. What I've said to clients or anyone I've worked with, even my even my bosses as a CTO in the past, to have a designer like create and take an idea and put it on a screen is way cheaper for a designer to do than it is for a developer because a developer does not have typically a good amount of expertise and user experience and conducting the research necessary and even presenting what looks like a good idea on the screen. And so you're going to be paying for significantly higher per hour rates with a developer than it will should be paying a designer to get that idea on a screen for you. So I've always kind of, in addition to everything you said about the reason why you want that research conducted by a professional, I'm, I also feel like on an hour to hour basis, you get a much more efficient product that way. Um, or design that way versus having a coder just build it for you on, on the fly. Well, sure. The, the, there, there are tools out there like Envision and, and other products that, that allow a designer to pretty much build a, if not a full prototype, at least something you can click through and, and play with and get a feel for. Yeah. So let's just, let's say client decides they want to do the, your, they want to go with your, idea of design where does someone that doesn't know and, and this is going to be a whole episode by itself but where would someone start to pursue that ux person 
you would start by looking, finding examples of things you like um, that are out there in the app world. Maybe, maybe in your own community because that makes communication a little easier. But I, you would start with things that you admire, uh, other apps doing, other websites doing, other even. I won't go as far as say ad campaigns, but that's the general idea. Is you're looking for things that make sense to to your app. That allows you to go contact those people and say, hey, did you use a third party, uh, a freelance uh, UX designer for this? Did you do it in house? Um, and start to feel out where the, that UX uh, designer network is. You, you can go so far as to look at, at local meetups for, for user experience design. You, you kind of have to be in one of the bigger cities um, for, for those to be, um, well attended and, and to have a, a good, uh, amount to, to look at. But, um, those are a couple of places off the top of my head that, uh, that come out as where can I find a person to talk to about my, my app and, and how we can design it. Cool. Well, I think I w- my next question, which I think we'll say for another time is about the, that person what their talents are, what we're looking for um, while we're going, following what you're talking about of the location or the source of them. So, but I think we're going to run out of time for today to cover all that. But I think that, you know, starting with design, I think the whole theme of this discussion is really about uh, making sure you know what you're doing before you invest in a build and, you know, starting with the, I just totally agree that starting with the, at the design level and the design professionals is probably the first step that a non-technical person wants to do. Um, it's certainly what I always, it's certainly what I do when I'm a technical person wanting to start a product, but what were you saying? I'll take it. I'll take it even one step further. The designers, both, both user experience and user interface designers, um, based basically what we were saying earlier, they can build you something without, without there being a lot of back end back there. So you can sit there and iterate on your idea a number of times before you've invested all this time in the development of it. And, and this just goes back to your point earlier. I don't think there's, I think that's the way you have to start. And, and we're both at the end of the day, we both started as back end developer, strong yeah. background people, as opposed to being designers. Neither yeah. of us are, are truly designers. Yep. So even, even coming from our background, we're like, yeah, you probably want to, you probably want to know where you're going before you, <laughs> you, you need the map before you go on the, on the trip. If you don't, you'll have a, an exciting trip, but you may not get where you want to go. But Don, so. I have a lot of money. <laughs> I just want exciting. to <laughs> Hey, you want that exciting trip? Get in the car and go. Don't don't pull up Google Maps or anything. Just go see where it takes you. So. All right. So you have a good week. We will talk next week. Um, we'll find we'll find a good something else from the uh, recent experience level to discuss. As what would a CTO what does a CTO think about in this scenario? But it's good talking to you. Um, anything? Big yeah, absolutely. Other than the marketing stuff, anything big coming up in the next week? Uh, well, not, not, uh, business wise, nothing real big coming up. We're just, uh, like I said, on the Aspire Do side, we we're just heads down on the, uh, 
refactor. And that's, that's going to be a, a bit, that's going to take a while. Um, that, that's something you bite off in little chunks and, and still work on your, your platform and, and making it better while you're redesigning the back end that nobody ever sees. So that's really where, where a lot of our effort is going. What, what do you have planned? I'm working on a side project. I'll have to talk to you uh -oh. more about it. <laughs> yes. Uh -oh. <laughs> the big, it was the big uh, statement. The, the side projects are what get us in trouble totally. time-wise. Totally. But I think this one makes sense. Um, of course, they all do, right? But I think we'll talk more about it in the future. But this idea awesome. fits my experience um, in business quite well. Well, I just had to see if the market wants the idea. That's what I'm still awesome. Kind of oh, that's after. great. But we'll talk about it soon. All right, man. Have a good week, and we will talk soon. That sounds great. Thank you. Yep. See you. Later.